Hello and welcome to this week's podcast from journalism.co.uk. This week we're discussing how we can counteract the rising levels of stress in the newsroom and better handle the pressures that journalists face on a day-to-day basis. Now let's face it, we haven't chosen the easiest or most chilled out profession available. With all those tight deadlines, the long, unpredictable hours, covering stories that can sometimes take a mental toll, journalism can be a little, if not a lot, stressful at times. Well, I spoke to Katie Hawkins-Gar, Digital Innovation Faculty at the Pointer Institute, and Ren Laforme, an interactive learning producer at the same organisation, who have joined forces to lead the 40 Better Hours project. Through teaching and workshops, the initiative aims to help journalists manage their stress levels and develop a better working environment for themselves and their team. So 40 Better Hours started originally as this thing called Fun at Work Week because we decided that, you know, work could be fun. And and as journalists, I think we have a lot of fun and it's easy to forget that with all the stresses weighing in on you. And then after it was done, we said, you know, why stop with a week? Let's make this something bigger. And that's when we switched to calling it Happy Newsroom. But as we've been hearing from other journalists, Happy Newsroom isn't necessarily the most well-timed name for this thing because, you know, people are getting laid off and, uh, you know, the industry is changing really fast and people are very nervous about things. So that's why we decided to switch to 40 Better Hours to sort of focus on making the time you're at work better and not so much trying to make sure everything's happy because happy is a little bit insensitive for some people. Right, right. This is something that both Ren and I are pretty passionate about. Um, and we realized working with journalists all the time at the Pointer Institute that there's a lot of demand for um, this topic. A lot of people are looking for ways to make their work lives better. So what is it in our jobs that's causing us to be so stressed? Well, Katie and Wren have established the common causes of this for journalists, which of course is the first step in tackling stress levels. Journalism, by its nature, is a very stressful job, a stressful industry, and that's okay. But it also, you know, we have to take care of ourselves in order to be able to do our jobs well. Two of the most common complaints we hear from journalists are distress that comes from too many meetings and too many emails, and we are constantly looking for best practices and tips and tricks for ways to combat that problem. Also, a lot of journalists are looking for advice on how to have better communication and collaboration in newsrooms, which is funny. We're all communicators, and yet there can be huge communication problems in newsrooms. And then I think the last big area is kind of creativity and innovation. You know, we're in an industry that is changing so quickly and, you know, everybody's trying to figure out how to keep up with those changes in a way that doesn't lead to burnout and can instead be met with excitement and enthusiasm and a uh, wonderful attitude towards experimentation. Industry changes and new demands are a huge source of stress for journalists. You know, we have people here who have been reporting on local governments for 30 years doing exactly the same way, and suddenly they're being asked to tweet their stories and post to Facebook, and they don't necessarily understand why they need to be doing this or how they should be doing it. And so we're sort of here to help them, you know, take that from something that's dragging on their work and distracting from what they think is important and helping them see that as, you know, more of an exciting thing, something that really helps them connect with readers And, you know, they're personally growing when they're trying new things. It's a really big opportunity. 
Ren and Katie have discovered through their training and workshops that everybody knows how to reduce the stress in their workplace. They just generally need reminding of those strategies and given motivation to make a change. What we're trying to make everybody understand is that even if you're not in a leadership position, you do have a role in making making the workplace better, and you also should feel empowered to make some of those changes. Yeah, I think the most successful thing that we, we teach people is that you don't have to tackle it all at once. You can do it bit by bit, um, change one little thing every day, and improve things slowly over time. And you don't have to do it alone. You've got a bunch of people who you're working with who also want to have a successful, nice workday and come home at the end of it and feel fulfilled. And by relying on people like that and leaning on them, you can sort of make it a better experience for everybody. Now, if you're feeling stressed just thinking about how stressful your job can sometimes be, worry no more because we've got Dr. Sharon Melnick, stress resilience expert and the author of Success Under Stress to help us understand what's going on in our heads when we have too much on to cope. She says that we only experience stress when there are aspects of our lives that feel out of our control. Factors we have as journalists, such as waiting to hear back from interviewees, unexpected stories breaking and constant deadlines. It's our nervous system that responds to the demands of the day. We have an on button and an off button to our nervous system. The on button gives us energy to focus, solve problems, write, you know, fulfill under deadline. Our off button gives us access to calm, rejuvenation, seeing the big picture, our most objective, clear, systematic thinking to form ideas, access to our intuitions, etc. So one thing that's very important is to be able to have access to your on button when you need to carry out the tactics, tick things off your to-do list and get things done. But what we're missing in the way that we're living today, on button and the off button, we are always on, right? That's the freneticism that we experience. So what's very helpful to you to have more energy to be steady and not reactive in those situations is to balance the on button and the off button. So let's access our off button for a few moments, shall we? Sit back, relax and follow along with these top tips from Dr. Sharon Melnick. In the moment of overwhelm or if there's some sort of emotionality going on in the office where, you know, someone's screaming at you or something like that and you're immediately, you know, kind of derailed or hijacked, breathing is the fastest way to calm your mind. Your mind follows your breath. So particularly in those moments, if you're overwhelmed or you're finding yourself kind of getting heated up and reactive in situations, you want to stay cool, calm, and collected. So cooling breath is a reverse breath where you're going to open your mouth ever so slightly. You're going to breathe in as if you are sipping through a straw. I'm going to exaggerate it now. Creating a wind tunnel over the top of your tongue and then breathe out normal slow deep breath through your nose. So breathing in through your mouth as if you're sipping through a straw, out through your nose long uh, a normal kind of breath. And what that does First of all, very good for you. It uh, detoxifies your liver where negative emotions can build up. And it also helps to take you out of the moment of hijack where you're in the crunch and everything seems like it's crashing, you know, in the moment and helps to put you back in the part of your brain that can see the big picture, can help you take a step back, kind of mentally, you know, reset, think things through what's most important, prioritize, uh, et cetera. It's also going to uh, keep you from responding emotionally, which is then just going to kind of make the matters worse and, uh, take you even more off of your game in the moment. So another thing along this idea of balancing the on button and the off button is that most of us are going through our days, like I was saying, kind of always on. So we're running from meeting to meeting and we're, you know, under deadline. 
And that's not an optimal way of going through your day. So a better optimal way of going through your day is more with a sprint and then a recovery reproach. So let's say, you know, 60 or 90 minutes of intense focus concentration where as much as possible trying to create uninterrupted time to think, followed by a brief period of recovery. Even if it's only a minute or three minutes or five minutes, I know that might seem like an eternity, but uh, even just one to three minutes where you do some sort of recovery uh, activity. So it could be deep breathing. It could be getting up and, you know, kind of doing a stretch. It could be kind of sticking your head out and getting some sun, although I'm going to make a little joke about maybe in London you know, <laughs> or England, not, not always something that's accessible to you. But the point is, is to, to when you're on, to be as on as possible, like really uh, fully in it. And then when you're off, to try to fully detach as much as possible. Maybe you have aromatic essential oils at your desk and you, you know, breathe in for one or two minutes. And if you're very stressed out, then you breathe in something very calming, like, you know, lavender or vanilla or cinnamon. And maybe if you're feeling kind of low fog and like you really need to kind of get your concentration back, you something more like lemongrass or grapefruit or peppermint or eucalyptus, something like that. So I think the idea of being fully on followed by a brief period of recovery, a one to three minutes is really what's shown that if you go through your day like that, you can have up to 30% more energy at 5 p.m. Uh, for the second shift, and you can definitely be uh, kind of balancing your nervous system uh, so you can be more steady. And remember, every balance that you have within will help you feel balanced without in your life. If you've got any tips or advice to help you relax and cope with the demands of your job, please get in touch. For more podcasts from journalism.co.uk, visit our website.